On this week's episode of the 608 Sports Podcast, we're going to talk about the start of the Olympic Games, recap of big college basketball games over the week, uh, the NFL coaching carousel, NBA trade deadline, ending the show with our Super Bowl special picks. And here we go. Super Bowl 45. The Green Bay Packers have won the Super Bowl. Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 30. No way. Touchdown. Are you kidding me? It's a Minneapolis miracle. Step on Diggs. And the Minnesota Vikings have lost up on the New Orleans. 2013 NBA Draft, the Milwaukee Bucks select Giannis Adetokounmpo. Today is Wednesday, February 9th, uh, 2022. We're going to start off the show talking about a little bit of the Olympics, what's been going on, the major headlines. Uh, just keep you guys in the loop on that a little bit. I know we didn't touch on it last week, so I wanted to do it a little bit this week. Um, and then we're going to go through, as so I just said in the intro, we'll go through um, college basketball, coaching carousel, all that good stuff and then we'll end the show with um some of our super bowl specials picks um we'll give our over under and spreads uh on sunday during our live show um and stuff uh so we're not forgetting it when we get to that point but we're just saving that for uh sunday so to start off some of the major headlines for the olympics uh michaela schifrin if you don't know anything about her she's considered probably the best or the second best women's alpine skier of all time um she's dominated the world cup i think she's got like 80 world cup wins or something <laughs> absurd like that i don't have the specific number but it's it's just behind <coughs> Lindsay vaughn um so to be mentioned in that category is pretty ridiculous um she was a clear favorite for the slalom uh, which happened last night and then she was probably not the clear favorite for the um giant slalom but at least to be on the podium for sure. Um, so she skied out. The grand, or the giant slalom was two days ago. 
or no, it was three days ago, um, something like that. And she skied out in the fifth gate. And if you don't know what that means, it means she did not finish. Um, giant slalom and slalom is two combined totals um, of your time down the hill. So if you ski out in one, you're obviously eliminated. Yeah. Um, so skiing out means you missed a gate. Um, she got a little sideways in her first run, got her boot in the snow, and she just slipped out. Um, just a real big mistake from somebody of that caliber. And to put it in perspective, Michaela Schifrin hasn't skied out in a giant slalom or slalom in over four years. It's like 45 events, something like that. Um, just for the giant slalom and then the slalom another additional 40 so it's about 70 races or so that she has raced without skiing out and then last night in the slalom she did it again at the fourth gate um, so if you didn't see it she was sitting on the side of the hill for about 20 minutes just in like utter devastation um, it I really don't know how to explain it I don't watch a ton but I have followed her um, and it's just like you could hear it in the commentators and all that like they just couldn't believe it like especially after her doing it once in the giant slalom everyone thought she would bounce back and just walk away with the slalom and that just obviously didn't happen she has three more events that she can participate in she is qualified for all of them last olympics she didn't do so great um in the combined in the um the downhill uh, so it'll be interesting to see if she'll do that or not because um, she didn't ski in two of the events last year or last Olympics. Um, How old is she? 26 oh. or something like that. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. She hasn't came out and said whether she's going to compete. I think she her next event would be on Friday. Um, so we'll see how that goes going forward. Um, I hope she'll be able to make a comeback because she really is one of the greatest of all time, and it's just tough to see, you know, somebody at the Olympic stage. I mean, four years they train for this big moment. Yeah. For something like that to happen is just tough. Um, so we'll see, uh, and we'll try to maybe we'll talk about it next week depending on what she does or doesn't do. Um, and then another one last night, uh, snowboard half pipe. Uh, Sean White in his final event ever, uh, he said he's retiring after this, um, won't compete again. He qualified to make the finals, which is tomorrow night, I believe. Um, so that'll be cool. Uh, he finished fourth in qualifying, and it really didn't, it seemed like he kind of held back because he fell on his first run, um, which isn't a big deal because it's just your best score between the two runs. Uh, so I think. He played it a little safe on his second run, but he was still able to qualify in fourth. Yeah. Uh, so he still got it. Still got a pretty He's good shot. He is definitely the He's goat. He's the goat, mm-hmm. so he can do whatever he wants. Like. Yep. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully he'll be able to do something cool, even if he just could get a podium for yeah. the finish for yeah. his last, last event. That'd be sick. Um, and then one other big situation that came out late last night uh and then early into the morning today um if you don't know anything about her um there's a 15 year old russian skater uh, ice figure skater uh i'm not even going to try to pronounce her name because i know i'll (laughs) screw it up um but she has been absolutely dominant she i don't think she's lost an event 
uh, in the last year um, at the World Cup stage. <laughs> She's literally single-handedly dominated the sport um, on, oh, God, what was it, Monday night, I think. She um, competed in the, the free skate um, for the team event, and she won by 30 points almost. Uh, she landed the first ever quad um, jump for a woman by a woman, which is ridiculous. And she didn't do it just once. She did it three times in the same <laughs> same dance. Um, but today it came out that she tested positive for doping or drugs. Um, it sounds like it's something for her heart, but it is a banned substance. Um I would assume being 15, she probably has no idea no. that she's taking Why it. Why are the test results just coming in? Why uh, didn't they know before the Olympics? They test after every oh. every event. Yeah. But. So she just started taking it, like, on apparently, Tuesday? I don't know. And, like, figure skating? Like, I don't know what, how that would even help. Yeah, so it's called um, trimentazidine. I'm probably screwing that up, <laughs> but it's typically used to treat chest pain is what it says. So maybe she had oh, some, dang, yeah. so, you know, like anxiety yeah. type, yeah. like dang. feeling like a heart attack type thing. And I like being 15 and especially from Russia, like I don't think she knew what she was doing. No. God, right? No, like no. they probably didn't even tell her she was Well, like even like the medical staff, they should only have shit. Yeah. Why do they that even is, have that? Or like I'm sure. Well, I'm sure she got it from the team, but that she right. just all the meds, everything medical, or like the trainers or whatever, should only have. Be, be, they're only able to give out to the athletes, not from the team, and so then they, they would have no substances that would be right not fall like, into that category. Right, and they would have to. And if it was like a emergency situation, they would yeah. obviously yeah. notify them. Yeah, hey, this is going to be a banned substance. Yeah. but you need to take yeah. it. Yeah, like. But that's wild. I so absolutely wild, and it's, it, I really like watching her skate. Like I again, I only watched like this stuff yeah. really during the Olympics. Yeah. But like it was incredible watching her skate, and it's just like it sucks for her because I guarantee she didn't know she was no. taking it. Yeah, you know. So it's just like, I I hope I don't know. But it's she's tough. young. She'll be back. She'll definitely so. be back. Um, but I don't know if Russia will be because they're already <laughs> yeah. they were already banned as a country and yeah. then they became the ROC. Yeah. So I don't know how well this is going to go for Russia. Yeah, that's um, and their athletes, not a great look. Which is also frustrating. Yeah, you know, if you're just an athlete that does your job and you're from Russia and you don't use the substances, they might not even be able to compete next Olympics. But again, that just came out yesterday, so there's not a ton of stuff going on um yet they don't know what they're gonna do but it was in the team event um that she got tested for so what that would mean is most likely they're gonna get stripped of their gold medal and the u.s finished in second so they should take home the gold in the team event but again still not sure exactly what's going on um with that so i don't want to make too many assumptions um and then one more thing from the Olympics real quick. Uh, we got our first gold medal finally last night in the snowboard snowcross, which is like the racing snowboarding. Um, so I just wanted to mention that real quick. I think we're currently in sixth in the medal count. We've actually had pretty disappointing Olympics <laughs> thus far. So yeah. um, been frustrating. But hopefully 
Schifrin can figure it out. Um, and then some of our, like Nathan Chen, he's our best male figure skater, and he dominated last night in the short the short skate or whatever they call it. What do they call it? I don't know. Speed skate? No, it's oh. it's figure skating, oh. but it's uh, the short program is what it's called. And then he goes free skate is tonight or tomorrow. Um, so he should dominate <laughs> that as well. All right, um, enough about the Olympics. Let's get into some college basketball, and I'll let Soy do some talking here because I just kind of took that over. So, Oh, no worries. Uh, so the first game, uh, number one team in the country, Auburn. They lost last night, or that was last night. Last night, last night uh, 76, Arkansas 80. Uh, last two points doesn't count. Uh, on the road, um, it was the most people at an Arkansas game ever. I think they had 20,000 or something like that. Uh, standing room only. Um, Arkansas is, runs a good program. Uh, Eric Musselman, the coach, uh, they've had the most wins in the SEC um, out of any teams in the last three years. Uh, so they knew they were going in a hostile environment. Uh, Jabari Smith still played well. Um, he had 29. Walker Kessler, uh, the game went to overtime first. Uh, Kessler had 16 points and 19 rebounds. Um, I'm still big on Auburn. I know this is just a loss, but a hostile environment. They were 21 and one. Uh, now they're 21 and two. So I didn't, no one thought they were going to stay perfect through the rest of the season. I don't think and they're allowed one loss. Will they be ranked anymore? Probably or ranked number one? Definitely not. But I'm still big on Auburn. Um, I think it's just a mix-up in the schedule. Tough opponent. Tough place to play. I don't. know. Got anything? On, on I didn't Auburn. actually. I didn't watch no. any of it no. last night. So yeah, I, it was I just. It. Yeah, and then the next big one, uh, Virginia beat Duke, sixty-nine to sixty-eight. Uh, that was a couple nights ago. Uh, they recently played North Carolina. They won by twenty. Uh, just embarrassed the Tar Heels from start to finish. Yep. North Carolina's bad. I was texting you. I was like, "This team's frustrating." Like, yeah. They're, they're, he's like, "They're up 20." I'm like, "Yeah, they're frustrating yeah. for that reason exactly because they look really, really good sometimes, and then they just suck the other." So then, what was it? Two nights later, they went and lost to Virginia. Yeah. It's like they're so they're such a frustrating team. It's I can't stand them. Yeah. It's, but <laughs> uh, back to the Virginia game. Um, obviously, Bennett, hell of a coach. Uh, Virginia, not the team that we're used to, I would say. Down, down year, a couple, of years, couple of years they've been down. Uh, the game-winning shot, Reese Beekman hit the game winner uh, with like three seconds left. Uh, he is from Milwaukee, actually. Grew up in Milwaukee. Also, uh, what the hell were they doing on defense? Well, they had their the center guarding the inbound to make it a tougher pass, and then Beekman went out to the corner, and then the center, I don't, I forgot his name, Williams or something. He was just kind of like guarding the paint and didn't stick with his man and completely lost him. And but yeah, really bad D. Uh, Apollo only had one shot attempt in the second half. Told you was, he disappears. <clears throat> I know, but it was and it wasn't even until it was like the last second heave where he tried to chuck it up at the very so end of the game. That was no. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I told yeah. you he disappears. Yeah. So. Wasn't at home too. They lost. I don't know. I think they can be really good. Well, everyone knows they can That's be really good, but yeah. But like Max said, they're just super inconsistent. They beat teams badly that you wouldn't expect and then lose to teams that... They shouldn't. Yeah, so I don't really know what's going on there. We'll be able to watch a lot more college basketball now at the Super Bowl this week. 
kind of flip it more into basketball. So yeah. we'll have a lot more detail and, and all that NBA stuff in NBA. So we'll, we'll have a lot more like analysis and all that stuff in all these games just because it's be the only sport to watch. Yeah, I've just but, been, and I've been really busy, so I haven't really. Yeah. I really haven't even been watching a ton. I've just been watching the Olympics because it's so late at night. Yeah. So I actually no, have yeah, some time yeah. to watch it. But yeah, uh, definitely gonna start. It's crunch time now. You'll see some teams kind of start to um, space themselves yeah. out from the rest of the pack, I think, and we'll see. We'll have a little bit more input yep. here in the next week or two for sure. Uh, we'll save the batters for last. Okay. Uh, next game, Arizona 76, UCLA 66. Uh, this was last Thursday night, uh, and they these two teams had just played like a week earlier. Um, and it was reverse. I think UCLA beat them up pretty By like good. Fifteen. Yeah. And they were up the whole game. But it was just a super fast-paced game. Uh, West Coast and start till late. Two rank, well, two top ten teams at the time. Um, UCLA falls all the way back to twelfth in the country after the loss. But I didn't. Again, really, I was like, a what? strange. It's a strange game because, like you said, they just played literally. Like I think it was like five days before. Yeah. Or this so, game yeah. and. Then, and UCLA dominated that Yeah, and I Arizona. didn't even realize they were playing Thursday night because they had just played. Yeah, I texted you. I was like, you, I was like UCLA, yeah. didn't UCLA just play Zona? And yeah. he's like, yeah, a couple days ago. I'm like, well, they're playing again. He's like, wait, what? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, know. I really got to watch Arizona, though, just because I literally know nothing about them. Me and either. I haven't seen them one time. But they're ranked fourth in the country now, probably moving up since Auburn lost, too. So yeah. I'll have to check them out for sure. But that was the big game out west, two top-ranked teams. Uh, I think Arizona should win the big, or whatever, Pac-10? Pac-12. Pac-12. <laughs> I don't even know. Pac-12. But, so we'll see. Uh, the next game, Big Ten game, um, Illinois 68, Purdue 84. Didn't watch that one either. It was closer uh, in just because it was half. on last night, right? And the, yeah, and I was watching Ivy the box last over. night. Yeah, that's what I saw on Twitter. Ivy just completely dominated. Uh, Illinois still confusing as hell. I would agree. Just because, well, when, when the Badgers play them, they're really, really good, or they're beating up on all the bad. Just because no one can stop Kofi, but if they Purdue, they obviously have the size to. Mm-hmm. Compete, it's a bad, so. It is a bad matchup for Illinois, but they've still lost some fucking games that yeah. they shouldn't have lost. Yeah. It made no sense. So it's just like they're they're another team that like can be really, really good, and then they can also be really shitty. Yeah. And like Purdue obviously just had a good matchup against them, but just Purdue's, Purdue's a bad matchup for, I think, Everybody. everyone. So yeah. And come March, like it's going to be tough. Talking about filling, the bra- filling out the bracket last week, I think Purdue – they're probably going to be in the final four and over 80% of the brackets, mm-hmm. I would say. Just because if you watch any college basketball, you know, they got the size, they just have guard play, everything. Size, size and all. I mean, yeah. And if Ivy can play like that, I mean. Yeah. Luck. Yeah. Lottery pick, top five pick. If you can play like that. Um, I saw a stat. Purdue, they haven't made a final four since the 80s. I really? Think. Maybe even earlier. I uh, don't know the exact year. I just saw it on Twitter. Forgot to put it in here, but it's been a very, very long time, and I think this is their best opportunity. They've been favored. I think they've been a high seed. They've oh, had great years, but they times. could just never get over the hump when it comes March. I mean, all it takes in March, especially, is just one team to shoot the lights out, and you know, obviously March Madness, anything can happen. But 
Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. But <clears throat> Illinois, I think both well, <sighs> Purdue will probably finish first or second in the Big Ten, right with the Badgers. Illinois kind of falling behind now. Um, if they drop one or two more, they probably won't. Obviously, they'll goes, be in the tournament. But This site only goes back to 85. And they're not in it? Never once. Dude, I want to say it was like 68 or something like crazy like that, but I'm not Their best not 100%. is Elite 8 twice. So in 2019 and 2000, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, and wait, in 1994. Oh. And you look at Painter. Like, obviously, he's not a bad coach. And he's been at Purdue forever. Ever. And, but like, he doesn't never, get a whole lot of heat. They never got to the Final Four. That's no. Yeah. I would have never. 1980. 1980. And then 69 before that. Yeah. They did make the national championship in 69, but they didn't win. Wow. I would have never guessed that. That actually blows my mind. Yeah. Because they literally have been, like, a number one seed, it feels like. Yeah. A few times. At least are like top top five seed for a lot of the tournaments. It's like they've always had the big guys. I think this will tell me actually. Yeah, look. Two, three, three, two, four, five, nine, ten, three, four, five, six, and then a bunch of like nine, nine. So a lot of threes and fours. Yeah, two, eight, one, three, one, nine, two. I mean, yeah, they've always uh, their worst seed is tenth twice, and then. Nine three times, and they've definitely won the Big Ten a few times in the last <laughs> thirty years. I would mm, assume. Yeah. So. Wow, that blows my mind. All right, Badgers. Yep. So that kind of a good segue, just because Badgers have made Final Fours. Yeah. And it's like, even if things are going bad, like I. I would consider Purdue a good basketball program, but they've never been to the Final Four, or, or they I haven't been in thirty. So it's just like we're so blessed to have, yeah. And just like I, we, t- I think we one hundred percent take it for granted mm-hmm. pretty much every year of the consistency mm-hmm. of make it, even making the tournament every year. Mm-hmm. Like, sure we brought up that stat, but they've made it twenty three out of the last twenty four years in the right. tournament or whatever. So, but. Getting on to the game, uh, the big game for the Badgers. They beat Michigan State last night as well. Um, I didn't see any of this game. I had a game, but they pulled out the win, 70-62. to 62. Um, Speaking of Purdue, actually, uh, this is the first time since 1962 that the Badgers have won at both Purdue and Michigan State. That's mind-blowing. Yeah. Also. Yeah. I mean, not really, because it's always tough to play at both places, but it's still crazy that we've yeah. never done it. Like, was, in 15, did, yeah. well, did we just not play no. both of them away? No, we've played them both. Every year? Yeah, maybe not every year. But yeah. but I was looking at some stats. Um, in the last 20 years, or like 18 years, the batters are 4-14 four and 14 at Mackey. And overall, they're well sixteen and fifty now at Michigan State all time. That's fucking so. First time they won at both since nineteen sixty two. Um, great game. Johnny had a breakout game finally. Uh, He's back. Twenty five, eight and six or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I don't know. Yeah. Just good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Badgers have the most quad one wins in the country with eight. Um, I. Honestly, don't know what a quad one. It's like top, top seventy-five. <laughs> yeah, or something think, like that. Or top fifty. Yeah. Like I know, like, like obviously. Or something. Yeah, it's a good win. So yeah. they have eight really, really good wins. Uh, Kansas is second with seven, but 
Tyler Wall missed the first game against Michigan State, and like the first couple of possessions, I just saw on Twitter all this stuff. But you okay. know, he had like an offensive rebound and assist, and like just some other. And like the first couple of minutes, he was like plus seventeen yeah. on the court. So it was a huge loss when he played him at Madison. So he really came up big. Quad one yeah. wins are home games versus RPI top tw- thirty, neutral top fifty, and away seventy five. So it changes. Yeah, that, that makes at, sense. Which makes sense. Yeah. Huh? Anything on the Badgers? Um, Johnny Davis was wearing number fifty-one for a little uh, while there yeah. last night, which was kind of funny. Um, he well, just got randomly ripped at the free throw line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just all the Twitter memes and stuff was like fifty-one wasn't on the sta- <laughs> or the <laughs> scouting report. scouting report and all that. I that made me laugh. Yeah. Um, Johnny Davis is a baller. I love him. I just wish you know. I hope that that was his slump the yeah. last yeah. five days, yeah. five games, six games, whatever. I he hope only took was. 11 shots. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, so. he has been, like, he obviously, like, he's going to be huge for us, no doubt. And obviously so is Tyler Wall because it made a almost 30-point difference having Tyler Wall. Yeah. I mean, and it, really that is all, uh, like, obviously everybody played a little bit better. But, like, it's all credit to Tyler Wall being there. Like, he just opens up the floor a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, it just takes a little bit more off of Johnny. Doesn't force Brad to have to shoot a lot more. Um, I just – I he is huge yeah. for us. And Brad didn't even play extremely well. I right. believe he was two for ten. Everyone else shot the ball really, really well, which definitely helps. Um, I know Johnny – People are obviously critical of him the last five games, even though he got us points. But he did say, yeah, I'm forcing the ball. Mm-hmm. So taking 11 Which shots. He was. Yeah, and forcing shots that maybe aren't there, not kicking out the teammates. So I'm pretty sure he did that throughout the course of the game, and uh, they beat a good Michigan State team. Really good. Busted Mi- them. The at, really good Michigan State yeah. team at home. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it was a really good one. And I just had that feeling that they were going to somehow throw it away, but they didn't, yeah. and that's good, good to not – do that because <laughs> we're notorious yeah. for that. So. so I think Badgers are right back in the mix for first place in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure on the standings, but just the consistency is crazy. Uh, like we've mentioned, like everyone knows about the Badgers, proje- projected 10th preseason finish in the conference. We're tied. Tied for <clears> first. So. All three. Purdue, Illinois, Wisconsin. Oh, perfect. So – really good for us i guess yes yeah. we can run with anyone i think still big guys kind of scare me yes uh, a lot but well, we'll figure it out i think that's about all for college basketball you had your kentucky bad beat that you oh yeah time. the last thing college basketball uh kentucky i don't even know who they're playing uh, uh south carolina is that south carolina right? maybe but either way, just a bad beat. We have nothing on the game, but their spread was minus 11. South Carolina. South Carolina confirmed. 86-76. Uh, 86-76, final score of the game. Um, Oscar, don't know how to pronounce his last name, got the ball up the court, was right under the hoop, could have scored. Went, so went to dunk cover, it. Went, went to dunk it. Like Oh, yeah, like reverse, like. like he literally like sized up to dunk it, like took two big pound dribbles. With like two to, seconds like, left. With yeah, with like two seconds left, nobody around him. And then he he backed out of it. Clock expired, and, and then, then he went and dunked, dunked it. it. <laughs> like, so South Carolina covered, but that's 
Oh, that would be brutal. Really, really would, bad beat. I would throw my phone through the window, I think. Punch a hole in the TV. <laughs> Something. I don't know which, but that would be horrifying. And then uh, another bad beat. Just got to talk to Travis all day. Uh, he had Iowa-Minnesota first half over. Um, he said it was going really, really well. But then they went on like a five-minute scoring drought. And then half-court heave put it at the over last second so if you had the under it was a yeah really bad yeah beat. yeah <laughs> tough that is tough all right uh let's move on from college basketball then right don't have anything else no no okay. all right so coaching hirings um why don't you take the floor with the vikings first? all right the vikings haven't officially announced because they aren't allowed to until after the super bowl for whatever reason i don't know if that I don't. I don't think that's a new thing. Just, but I feel like in the last five years, if a coach got hired on the Super Bowl, they were always like announcing like this is last game with whoever, and then they're going to move to a new team. But O'Connell plans to sign with the Vikings. Uh, was the Rams' offensive coordinator. Uh, all the passing. I know McVay called the plays, but he was like the pass, pass coordinator. And I'm really, really happy with the hire, um, the way the league's going, especially with Packers, you know, LaFleur. Not that he started it, but definitely got caught up in the mix of young, offensive-minded guys. Uh, it's worked out for a lot of people. Um, hopefully it works out for the Vikings. Uh, we haven't hired an official offensive coordinator yet or D coordinator. Uh, I believe they were going to hire the D coordinator next. Uh, I don't know if it's confirmed or not. I don't even know his name, but I just saw something on Instagram. But, so work after that. But super happy with the hire. Um, even if it does work out, I like the mindset of, or at least trying to make the team better in some way, or going with the evolution of the NFL of more pass first, good offense, solid defense, that kind of thing. So. The only thing that I have to say about it is I just don't understand, and we'll talk about it more so, like with the Texans, but or really any of these teams. But I just, I don't understand why you would hire any of these guys over Bianami. It yeah still blows my mind. Like the Chiefs are what started this trend. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, That's, so why would you not take Bianami? I think he he just didn't want to leave unless it was like a super sturdy situation. Yeah, with like something you could actually work with because he could have went to the Jags or you know the Texans but like and he the was Vikings supposed to... have the roster no for that. yeah and he was definitely in the name but I don't even think he interviewed so I just, like at the very beginning of the coaching search like everyone was throwing out his name I just don't get it but I mean unless he just does he just really doesn't want to leave the Chiefs I guess I, that's I mean, the I, only if you make enough money though being the coordinator it's not all about money, but obviously helps. But, like, do you want to go deal with Kirk Cousins or would you rather just chill with Pat Mahomes? Like, Tyree can drive us. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I, his situation's perfect. I totally but get I, it. I, if, if it's his he definitely should be a head to not coach, take 100%. the job, that makes sense. But if, if these teams are hiring people over him, over him yeah. it does not make yeah. a single ounce of sense to me at all. Um, but I guess I'd, I'd, we don't know because we're not Eric Bieniemy, so it's tough. No, to, yeah. It's tough to say. But if for whatever reason these teams yeah. are hiring coaches over him, it's just my yeah. Mind. There's a lot of unqualified people, not unqualified, but well, not well, as qualified. You can definitely say Lovey Smith is unqualified. <laughs> the guy has been done nothing in yeah. the last seven years. 
10 years, probably. No, yeah. He has no business. So we'll just talk about the Texans quick. Yeah. They hired Lovey Smith. I don't get it at all. I have, I mean. Well, I just saw on Twitter that, what's the quarterback's name now? They're going to hire the veteran. He's been like 10. going to hire? Oh. Uh, uh, who is, the, like, the second guy? Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and I'm not Kellen Moore. Um, oh, my God. This is bad. Mm-hmm. This is really bad. Really bad. Oh. I'll look it up. Not Mike Lennon. <laughs> Mike oh, Lennon? No, God. he's got fucking blonde hair souped over. I know. I know who you're talking about, and I'm just trying to like Houston. But either way, everyone wanted him to be the head coach whenever he found out his name. And then Texans didn't think he was ready quite yet because he's never been a head coach. He like just got out of the NFL, or he might still be in the NFL. But Josh McCown. Jo- yeah, him. So they said... What I saw on Twitter that they're just gonna hire Lovey Smith for like a year or two and then hire him, or something like that. So it just makes absolutely no sense. Oh, if I'm a Texans fan, I'm losing my mind right now. I can oh just yeah. Tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. Thank God I'm not a Texans fan. No, yeah, that'd be brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just that one makes no sense to me. It's just mind blowing. I mean, uh, you're not even like trying. It's just a bad team, not bad organization. Bad. Like, oh. I, I don't get it. They still have Deshaun to worry about and all this stuff, but like, there's still guys that play professional football on your team that <laughs> yeah, they make don't millions wanna, of dollars. Like, yeah, a little bit of effort from the season. front office would be great. Yeah, they don't want to waste a season. No, yeah, they've already wasted two seasons in a row, pretty much. <laughs> right. so. Yeah. Um. All right. So then Jacksonville hired Doug Peterson. Um. I actually don't mind this hire. Uh. I don't know what he's been doing. The last couple years. Literally nothing. nothing. Right? Mm-mm. So that's a little strange to me, just especially with the way, like you said, with, um, you know, just like all of the stuff that's been going on in the NFL and the way the league is transitioning. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's offensive-minded or defensive-minded, but he's won a championship, so that's – that's step number one is getting a winning culture. Or For someone sure. that knows how to win in that organization. Yeah. And not a joke. <laughs> no, totally. Like, that's the one reason I like it. It's just weird that you'd go hire somebody that hasn't yeah, been I don't doing know. anything. Oh, and, le- well, left, they, Leftwich wanted the job, but he wasn't going to take it if they didn't fire the GM. That makes sense. I would yeah. do the same. Yeah, or maybe not. I believe it was the GM or something. But Leftwich was like, yeah, I'll for sure come as long as you fire him, and they wouldn't fire him. So another bad organization just making bad choices yeah. over and over again. And I'm not huge on Leftwich, no. but if he actually wanted to come be the head coach and he was energized about it, then like, sure. And he got oh, to work with Tom Brady chance. and the the Bucks, who have been mm-hmm. one of the best teams in the NFL for the last three years. So right. Um, and then Dolphins, Mike McDaniel. Um, I like it. Sorta. I just don't know why they fired Flores to begin with. Yeah, facts. Um, yeah, so, no, another super young guy, but he's never worked without Shanahan. Really? It's a little sketchy. No, he's been Shanahan's guy. Like, no, even if Shanahan was like the wide receivers coach or something, like he was always he was still there. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I guess because he was on the football team too, or the Redskins, yeah. right at the time. Yeah. And <clears> then went over to. 49ers with them 
which might be a little sketchy, but I, he's got a bunch of experience. Um, he started out as like a ball boy, then intern, played Division One football, has like a degree from Yale or something like that, like or something crazy like that. But yeah, I like yeah. the hire. I think they got a very a decent roster, definitely out of the teams to choose from that need head coaches. I think Dolphins roster is in the top three for Dolphins, sure. Dolphins, Vikings, Saints. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I know he's definitely a young guy. Vikings. And everyone on the 49ers loved him, had his respect. So we'll see. I don't I don't know if the Dolphins plan on running the ball, but that's the I'm guy sure that they will said now. that he would only go somewhere where there's recreational weed, right? Yeah. They don't have it in Florida. Well, he didn't say that directly, but one of his close friends, one of the like front officers for the 49ers, I like, guess, yeah, he's not leaving unless. So, like, I was wrong, I guess, but <laughs> it's so funny. It is funny as fuck. <laughs> Very funny, actually. Um, and then the last one was the Saints hired Dennis Allen. Um, Their D coordinator, right? Yes. He just moved up um, from where he was before. He was the defensive coordinator, which I don't think the Saints' defense was all that spectacular. I mean, they were. Pre- I guess they shut Brady down. They're decent. And they shut Rodgers down. Um, so I guess they know how to shut down big names yeah apparently but um it'll be interesting to see how that all unfolds they need to find out their what they're doing with their quarterback situation more than their head coaching situation i think realistically the team's loaded with talent still Mm -hmm. um uh michael thomas should be back next year hopefully he'll be able to actually be okay kamara and then kamara (laughs) we have some issues there as well um which we could just transition to right now because yeah. we don't have much left. Um, Camara, if you didn't see it, facing uh, battery charges. Um, it was prior to the Pro Bowl, but they didn't push issue the arrest or the warrant for his arrest until after the Pro Bowl. Um, he's facing up to five years because battery is a felony in uh, Nevada. So that's uh, not great. Um, I mean, but, they beat the shit out of the guy. Yeah. So, but there's no backstory, like, at all, so we don't know. Yeah, there's not a ton of details yet. It's um, just it looks really bad right looks, now. Looks, looks really, really bad. But I feel like we see this all the time in the league, and then it usually just goes away. For whatever so reason. So, they'll probably just pay the dude off and call it good. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how that all unfolds. Hopefully I can trade him in our Dynasty League. Somebody will take a chance on him. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about all about that. Bad stuff. Uh, just back to the Saints hire quick. Um, I think for organizations and proven organizations, it's a lot better to keep it in-house if you do have to, have to find a new head coach. I don't think they uh, expected Champagne to retire out of the blue. Maybe it wasn't out of the blue. I'm sure it wasn't. But He just kept it quiet. Yeah, but kept it quiet. But it, it makes a lot more sense to keep it in-house especially when you're trying and you can win games and you can fight for playoff spots and they've competed for championships in the last couple of years or at least gone won a couple of games in the playoffs it just makes more sense than to go out and hire someone new that the guys don't know that the guys don't respect that kind of thing and that's why some of these other organizations the Jags Texans you know they get a new coach every 2 years and can't build anything so i just want to make that point that it actually makes sense 
maybe he wasn't the best hire, but the guys know him. Right. Hopefully respect him. He's been around the Saints organization for a little bit, so I mean, I just made the most sense for the like, Saints. It feels like every time like those types of organizations make that decision to just keep it in-house, they obviously take player input, right? Because yeah. if they didn't, they're dumb, and it doesn't work out. But it seems like every time there's an in-house hire for a decent organization like that, yeah. it usually works out. Yeah. So that obviously means they are respected by the players because yep. they wouldn't do it if the players didn't oh. like them. Yep. Um, and then uh, one more coaching hire. Um, after everything you just said, obviously the Raiders didn't take that. Besitia. Yeah, they didn't take that route of trusting the players. Mm-hmm. And Rich is out, and he's now the Dream Bay special teams. Yeah, we're back. Besitia. 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 I don't <laughs> <laughs> I think I say it different every time. Same. But, and there's a video of him counting like 11 guys on the field. It's like. It's pretty low standard for the Packers. Uh, we're back, baby. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I mean, it's a great. I thought he was going to the Bears. Wasn't there something about him going to the Bears mm-hmm. and being there something? Yep, but that. we're back. He's just a special teams coordinator, and he's on the Packers. So <laughs> yeah. we're back. Yeah. So. Uh, no, I, I mean, it should help, obviously, but I don't think it's as big of a deal as everybody's making it. Like, we just had a terrible special teams unit, no. plain and simple. So. And, again, that wasn't the reason we lost the game. No. I, you can say it is. Yeah, sure, technically it was, but you can't score 10 points at home in a playoff game. So, All right, uh, anything else? Oh, Pro Bowl. It's yeah, terrible. I just want to talk about the Pro Bowl just because we were on the NFL, so and it's literally the dumbest shit I've ever seen. It's terrible. Not even that. Well, the game's really bad, but Thursday – like right, all the other right before stuff. darts, the best catch was the dumbest and most awkward, and yeah. it, I was just like, "What is going on?" Yeah. I said that like ten times. It was like the dunk contest, but I, <laughs> it was brutal to watch. Terrible. The do- I do like the dodgeball. That's kind of yeah. Cool. Dodgeball. That, that's kind of sick. And I, the fastest man was funny just because yeah, it was like, like Michael Parsons going hard yeah. as hell, and everybody but else was no. Tyreek's not going to get a calf strain trying <laughs> around a forty. Like he's yeah. the fast guy in the NFL. I don't think he has to prove that mm-hmm. anymore. But the what they should do, I think they should play flag football. That's what I said. Yeah, that's what a lot of people said. I think that actually be funny. Dude, not be fun, so- but like cool. Yeah, no and pads. Actually, and like, they'd actually try, I think. I think they would actually try in flag football. Yeah. Because you don't have to hit the guy. No. You're just going for the flag. Yeah. And people like Tyreek Hill would have a field day yeah. out there hitting spin moves and yeah. shit. Trying to no, keep... it'd be crazy. Yeah. I don't know what you do about the pass rush and yeah, all that. But <laughs> like lineman and D-line. Five apple and goal. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. And then just like two-hand touch on the quarterback. Yeah. No flag. Yeah. Dude, so they're not like diving But they got, I mean, I know like. It's an all all star game, but everyone declines it for a reason. Like, because it's dumb. Mac Jones was like the eighth, and Kirk Cousins was like the eighth quarterback selection, and everyone just declined in front of him. And like, yeah, I'll make a hundred grand for showing up, but like, or whatever they 40, make forty thousand, and then yeah. eighty if you win. Yeah, but like, so stupid, so dumb. Yeah, I don't know. They got to do something because it's terrible. It's. It's not even worth watching. <laughs> no, I didn't watch. The Mac I, Jones thing was really funny, though. Yeah. But again, like, I, what, not, whatever. Forget. And, like, all the people in the Super Bowl, they get named to a Pro Bowl, but they don't show up. And yeah. just, like, what a horrible way to judge. Like, people say, oh, he made 10 Pro Bowls. It's like, 
that doesn't mean, mean a anything. damn thing to me. Yeah. Like, but all right, um, NBA. Finally, we're going to talk about some NBA. Yeah. Um, haven't really had chance to talk much about the NBA. I do want to just start out before we go through all this last night. Talk about the Bucks game quick because mm-hmm. that game was outrageous. Um, just absolutely dominated the Lakers. The Lakers are obviously not good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think at this point you can't say they need. They just need to figure it out. They're just not good. Yeah, and no one's taking Russ. Yeah, and he sucks. And he's terrible. And like I, AD's terrible. LeBron's too. my favorite player, and I, I don't know. Maybe this is just because he's my favorite player, but I do kind of feel bad for him. I don't. I know you don't, but like if you watch, dude, it's not like he's trying. He's like not trying either. Though. Yeah, because That's they're the trash. But he's still averaging but like twenty eight. He got all these guys to come here. It's his fault that they're trash, bro. <laughs> it's his fault they're trash. He's averaging like twenty eight. Do you think Melo comes there? Do you think Russ comes there? You think all those guys come there without LeBron saying yes? No. No, but exactly. So no, I don't feel an I feel ounce bad, bad for him. him. I feel no, bad for fuck him. no. Fuck <laughs> I feel him. bad for fuck him. Fuck him. He was expecting LeBron a lot James. better from his teammates. Yeah, and they're and trash, they're and he brought them all in. That's <laughs> what happens when you do that. It sucks. Eat one. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> God, I hate them. It's trash. Absolute trash. They're all trash. I love it. Um, just love a side it. note, though, Giannis had his greatest um, ranked rated performance um, of his career last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw that. Um, From Nate? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so last night was the second best game of Giannis's career, um, regular season or playoffs, according to Game Score, which is uh, they take all the box score stats and combine them into one number. Um, so the only time he ever had a higher game than that was his 52 point game against Philly in 2019. And I went to ask, I went to reply to this, but somebody had already beat me to it, and I literally saw it three minutes after it was tweeted. But I wanted to know what his game score was for Game Six, and it was 42. And last night he was forty six point six, yeah. So he was even higher, but it was because he had like six turnovers. Yeah, in the- it was almost perfect. And I love when the Bucks play hard. Oh, Everyone man. was freaking out about the Bucks because they were like the six seed or whatever. And now they're the two seed, one five out of six or whatever they've won, and no one says a word. It's like it's just if they want to try hard, if they actually care and want to play hard, like they're they are. They, so are they the same team? I don't think so because we're really gonna miss PJ Tucker when it comes to playoff time. But I think. If they want to get up for the game, they can beat anyone by 20. So. They are gross. Yeah. I mean, they're just <laughs> filthy. No movement for the Bucks quite yet at the trade deadline. I don't uh, know It doesn't that look will. like. Don't think they will. Thought there, there was a little bit of talk. Schroeder for DiVincenzo. We wanted Grant Williams from the Celtics. They didn't want to involve him at all, which totally makes sense. He's a mm-hmm. great player, but he's exactly what we need, and we didn't want to give up too much, so... That was about the only trade talks I've heard, um, but I think Semi, Semi Ojale, and Ronnie Hood are pretty useless on the Bucks. Yeah, you could move them at least for some picks or something. Mm-hmm. But I can't complain right now. So no, I I mean Miles Turner would be sick. Miles Turner would be unreal. It'd be unreal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that would be sick. Yeah. Um. All right, let's get into the rest of the league. We could talk about the Bucks all day. Yeah. All right, um, Bradley Beal out for the season with surgery on his 
ligament in his left wrist. Obviously, that's tough. He's been having a pretty decent. He was, yep, and he's a free agent next this coming year. So I don't think he needs. He definitely didn't need to prove himself of what he's worth, but it just sucks. And the Wizards, I think they're pretty low in the standings now, but kind of an exciting roster. At least they had a few pieces to work with. Uh, I think they've been trying to move on from Dinwiddie in the last couple days. I uh, can't find a suitor 11th. yet. They're 11th, so that's not great, but I don't know. Yeah. But they're so like, out for the season. I mean, they're 11th, but they're like 10 games back, and like 6th yeah. is 5 games yeah. back, so it's not like it's no, really yeah, bad. No, yeah, the East but... is super tight, so. But it doesn't help that he'll be out for the year now. And free agency coming up this summer. Like eleventh in the West is twenty three and a half <coughs> games back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a big drop off. That's the Blazers. Yeah, that is tough. That is tough. Okay, um, Lamelo and Dejounte Murray f- got um, selected as alternates, right? Yep. Um, for KD and Draymond to the All Star break, which is really well deserved, I think. Oh yeah. I mean, they should have been. They shouldn't have even had to be alternates. I don't think so either. DeJounte Murray is really fun to watch. LaMelo, obviously, really, really fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, I, like I said, haven't been watching a ton of NBA, so I'm going to try to kind of keep my talk (laughs) limited here. But I I think they deserve to be in prior to that anyways. Yeah, I agree. Uh, But So they're both first-time All-Stars, I think. I don't know. The Hornets are doing pretty well. The Spurs maybe not so much, but they're putting up great numbers, both of them. And I think both these guys, maybe not DeJounte so much because the West is pretty loaded, uh, especially with guards. And that's where that's where a bunch of problems come in is they need so many guards and so many bigs. They don't mm-hmm. take just the best 10 or 12 yeah, players. They like they the do have to, so many guards, yeah. even so if you're guard heavy or big heavy in one, mm-hmm. one side, it really hurts. But Lamelo, I think they're both gonna be all stars for a very long time. Uh, Lamelo in his third year, right? Second year, third yeah. year. I, third, don't know. I think it's third year, but well deserved. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what's wrong with KD and Draymond. I'm KD's been a bunch of wanna. yeah. They probably just don't want to play, which is completely fine. Um, I don't know how they're doing the draft this year for the All Star game. I don't, I don't know either. if it's the same format. They're just I think it's, two captains. I don't know if it's Team Steph and Team. No, I'll look it up. And I'm not sure if they're going to 24 in the last game, but the NBA has done a great job of actually making it competitive. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of mess around for the first three quarters, get a little more serious as the game goes on. But then the last two years have been unreal. KD still drafting. Yeah, oh he, yeah, he must have been the top vote getter. So he's gonna draft. And then S- Eric Spolstra is gonna coach his team, and then not, he just won't play, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, that's strange. Yeah, he's not even on the roster. Yeah. Interesting. So it's KD and LeBron. Okay, that makes sense. Then you gotta pick from the starters, and you can pick your bench players. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I really like it. <laughs> it's actually it's, it was obviously it was always fun to watch, but now that's getting more competitive. And that year where Giannis blocked the blocked LeBron, and then it, but it ended on free throw. That was the only Which big sucks, problem. But yeah. that was like super sick. That, that like ten minutes there where they actually tried hard. 
and like the stars are out there so like freaking kyle lowry is out there for some reason but like it was so cool to see uh i think that's about it for the all-star game uh so we'll just get into some trades uh, a few Bobby more Curtis didn't make the three-point contest no Sad. yeah they didn't ask him he wanted to bad bad mm-hmm. real bad Poor so we'll, we'll do those picks next week yeah just dunk contest and three-point yeah but so we'll get into more of the trade deadline uh it's kind of our order or not in very good order just kind of stuff that happened uh not a whole lot went on today um i believe it ends tomorrow at midnight so it'll probably nice. be a little bit more uh but the big the big trades we're gonna cover it's next week i know no, this yeah you're right yeah uh so the Cavs traded ricky rubio uh one first round pick two second round picks to the pacers for karis levert uh the wait to the pacers i think that was all that was involved in that trade there was, was just more. There was a little bit more. Uh, I can look. I don't know I who exactly the players were. But I know you're big on the Cavs, and they have put together a nice so roster. So Ricky Rubio, first round uh, in two seconds. For and, Karras. And then Karras in a second. Karras in a second. So they got – Cleveland got Karras in the second round pick from Miami this mm-hmm. year, and then they got – they sent Ricky Rubio – First round lottery protected, which it won't be. Yeah. Because Cleveland won't be in the lottery. There's no way that team is nasty. Um, and then 2022 second round, and then a 2027 second round yeah. from Utah. So, like, who cares about? Yeah. Literally. So, it was pretty much Rubio and a first round for Karras, which is unbelievable. He's good. Who's, I don't Karras know is coming off Indiana's injury, doing. or he was injured to start the year. And the Cavs are good. I know Sexton's out, but I feel like Ricky Rubio, because he was the starter, I do feel like they lot, might not be as good as everyone thinks just because Rubio did feed all the big guys. But Karras is obviously an upgrade at scoring and can go. But So that was kind of the first big trade. I don't know who won that trade. I would say probably the Cleveland. Probably Cleveland, Cleveland for sure. For sure but like, won that trade. That trade. I don't know. They were rolling with the roster they had. And Did you competing. have this one in? Which one? Utah. That just happened. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't have that one in. Joe Ingles and yep. Elijah Hutt. Hughes. You just for, so, uh, Utah, <clears throat> Utah's getting Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Hernan Gomez for Ingles and Elijah Hughes. So, not like crazy by any means but i think i don't know who wins but that portland trade, really. but uh Nikhil just got traded from the pelicans and just got shipped and he oh it's a th- sorry it's a three-team oh. trade but why Doesn't. is san antonio even in this must be cap yeah because this guy i don't even know who he is do you tomas no yeah i don't know who he is oh he's and a second good. round he's pretty good they got a second round from doesn't say yet what year. So that's another decent one. Uh, we'll get to the Blazers. Kind of a mess, I would say. Oh, actually, we'll just get, get into it right now. So the Blazers traded with the Pelicans. Uh, the Pelicans received uh, C.J. McCollum, Larry Nance, Tony Snell. The Blazers received Josh Hart and Akilah Alexander, who just got traded. Tomas uh, was in that, too. Yeah. So Uzada, uh Mess that, that up. So Lozada weird. and then Thomas Sadoransky, who just got traded as well. And, and then round. first round and two second round picks. 
I would say the Blazers got worse, <laughs> obviously. Not that they're blowing it up. Dame hasn't played in a couple months. I don't know when he's going to be back. But So CJ McCollum, Dame era is over. Mm-hmm. Kind of sad. But I think they've been kind of stuck in the same spot with those two. I think the Pelicans absolutely worked them in this trade. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Blazers are just trying to blow it up. I mean, but they didn't even get anything. I mean, they got the first round pick, I guess. Yeah. I just. I, a lottery pick. It's I protected. No. I don't know if it must be top three protected or yeah. top five protected. Yeah. It's not lottery. I don't know. I don't know. But. It, like I mentioned, Blazers is kind of trying to move on. Maybe not go into a full rebuild. Try and grab a few pieces here and there. They also saved. Uh, I read they have. Well, they saved seventeen or eighteen million in cap. So it, it comes calm, to the Blazers if it lands between five and fourteen. If it's outside of those, it will be the next year first rounder. Hmm. Which is so well, the Pel- Pelicans will be in there though. Should be. Yeah. So lottery pick, I guess. McCollum, mm-hmm. I'm. Happy for him. He maybe needed a change of scenery. Kind of the same old Blazers. Dame has always come out with quotes that he loves Trailblazers. Um, he did it again. I uh, gave CJ an Instagram post. Kind of thanks for everything. Um, we're brothers. You know, more off the court doesn't matter. Even if we are traded, like they've been playing together for eight years, I bet. So they traded Bobby Covington too, and Norman Powell. Yeah. They are literally just blowing it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another one I didn't have in there. Okay, so another one we don't have in there. Um, the Clippers are getting Norman Powell and Bobby Covington. That um, like last and week. the Blazers are getting Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, <laughs> and Keon Johnson. I just so the Blazers went full fuck it mode. Just. They're We're playing taking 2K. whatever. Yeah. They're just out there playing yeah. 2K. And they're not even piling up that many picks. No. Or any of that. But And then did you talk did you have Cam Reddish in there too? Or no? No. That was a, w- was long, a long time, time ago. ago. But But then Tom Thibodeau said he didn't want to trade for Cam Reddish, so he's had like six do not plays in the last like two weeks. And Thibs just won't play him. Another thing on the Knicks, also saw this. R.J. Barrett hurt his uh, left ankle in, like, the last minute of the game when they were down 17, and he played, like, 40. pretty much every minute of every game in the last two minutes. And if you know anything about Thibodeau, it's like, yeah, he plays people hella minutes. Yeah. Like, he doesn't care about Did you see the Julius like, Randle thing where mm-hmm. he was wide open in the middle of the lane and mm-hmm. he just, like, didn't even look to score at cool. all? Julius? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And people were talking about trading him out. And Cam Reddish, I'm sure teams, a lot of teams were after him or were talking to the Knicks about him. If he wasn't going to play like he's a young wing defender who can make shots, which is what the NBA really looks for, a lot of trade value in that. So the front office is going to have to figure that one out because it, no chemistry if they're going to trade for someone that the coach doesn't want. Like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And then, yep, we'll get into the big one, uh, kind of the one that made the most noise, I would say, yesterday. Uh, the Pacers and Kings made a trade. Uh, Pacers received Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. 
That's who the Pacers got. And the Kings got Sabonis, uh, Justin Holiday, Jeremy Lamb, and the 2023 second-round pick. Yeah, Did only I get that it, right? Yes, only if it lands between 31 and 55. So literally it can't be the first. It, it just can't be the last five of the draft. Yeah. Which is random. <laughs> um, so obviously the big note is Tyrese Halburn. Um, I want to make another point before that. Uh, Justin Holiday, obviously Drew Holiday's brother, um, come he's come out and said multiple times that he's not vaccinated, doesn't get planned, unvaccinated. Not that I'm going to argue that, but he won't be able to play in any of the Kings' home games. So the Kings just traded for someone. Well, first they gave up Tyrese. Um, we'll talk about that. Buddy healed, but trading for Justin Holiday, who they maybe didn't know. I would assume they would know, but. Won't be able to play Kings home games. Um, I think there's only 20, 25 games left. But still, it's noted Justin Holiday got minutes for the Pacers. Um, with the Kings kind of rebuilding, kind of crap shooting it, I'm sure he would have got minutes. But it just sucks that he won't even get to play home games. Like It doesn't make a lot of sense. But That trade makes no sense to me because yeah. Burton is nasty. So, yeah. The, and... And Buddy is still good. And I was, know he's older, but yeah, I and I thought Buddy Heel was gonna end up on Lakers somehow, or anywhere else, maybe a contender, just because he can't shoot. Yeah, I mean he was a, but he's just got a fat contract. Yeah, that's why. And Tristan Thompson, no one really cares, but Kings not not great. I uh, they the did Pacers get an All Star big. That one. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Uh, but they cho- I for me, the Kings chose the wrong guard. I might be a little biased, Tyrese being from Wisconsin, but it feels like it came down to Tyrese or Darren Fox, and they chose Darren Fox, who's, Which I think- who's older, not great, a defender. And not that Tyrese, like, he's very, very good. Not that he's, like, an all-star yet. And I don't think he could be the main guy on a championship team, no. but he's just very, very solid. And his contract is way cheaper than De'Aaron Fox's. Mm-hmm. I was he, Tyrese's second year in the league. Obviously, he's still on the rookie contract, but it just didn't make a lot of sense to me. I guess they're going to try and build around De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis, which is a pretty good tandem, but you need more than two guys. and I don't know. It did, definitely didn't make a lot of sense. No. A uh, bunch of reports came out that this one like really shocked the league just because Hal Burton is so good. And like, there's reports of like Tyrese breaking down and like crying. Cause he really did want to be in Sacramento. I don't know if you saw the video of him. I didn't. Um, he wasn't crying in the video, but it was like a report or a post game interview. And he's pretty much like, I love being here. Um, I know the culture hasn't been great, but I'm here to change it. And like all this stuff about mm-hmm. Sacramento, he's like, I know they haven't done much in the past whatever years. So I made the playoffs in 15 years. He's like, but I wanted to be the part of the change, and all that, and then got shipped like the next week. Crazy. So crazy. Um, so yeah, we'll update on the NBA trade deadline next week. Um, again, if anything else happens, yeah, I don't think that there's going to be much. It just seems like no. It's that yesterday was the big day it felt like but and then just one more thing it's just like this is why none of these players have to be loyal to any franchise like they really don't know owe anything to any of these franchises like i get why people want to stay if the 
organization treats you well, but it's like they'll go behind your back and do anything. Yeah. Like literally anything. Yeah. And then the other big note uh, was James Harden came out today that he really, really wants out of Brooklyn. He's doing anything he can to get out of Brooklyn right now. And then uh, when Windhorse, uh, the big guy, um, I think his name's Windhorse. You know what I'm talking about. Well, Woj came out and said, because obviously everyone's oh, looking at yeah. the 76ers, Brian Windhorse. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Everyone's been saying Simmons and James Harden, not straight up, but like a bunch of other pieces. And Windhorse came out and said they're in like serious ne- negotiations today. But then Woj came out and said there's no communication at all. And I'm going to go with Woj on this one, mm-hmm. just because I know Windhorse has been wrong about a few things. Um, I don't know any examples, but just throughout the years. Uh, so Harden hasn't got traded yet, 76ers. I would trade, like, if he wants out, I would trade him because obviously he's not going to resign next year, so mm-hmm. you might as well get the most you can out of him. Mm-hmm. And it came out two days ago that the 76ers strongly believe that James Harden won't resign with the Nets and they'll have a shot at him for free agency. Right. So, and Nets, nine-game losing streak. Uh, they're down 28-2 to two to the Celtics, Celtics. Two, yeah. night, two nights ago or last night. And they purposely sat Harden last night. So it's just a huge, huge shit show, not even basketball. And Kyrie can only play 10 out of the last 23 games, too. So That's all that's left? Mm-hmm. After time. the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. It flown by. Jesus Christ. I know. My Lord. It's crazy. So we'll see. I don't think anything's going to happen with the Nets and 76ers, but that'd be obviously a huge, huge trade, mainly involving Ben Simmons and... I wouldn't want to touch Ben Simmons. No, I wouldn't either. But But if if the Nets don't want Harden or he doesn't want to be in Brooklyn and Ben Simmons doesn't want to be 76 take him and then maybe just ship him out. Or like... (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I mean, take a chance on him, I guess. I don't know. I think that's about all for NBA. And then, like, it ends tomorrow, so we're probably going to miss some stuff, but we'll catch up on it next week. Well, yep, we'll touch on it next week for sure if anything else happens. All right, um, so we're going to get to the Super Bowl now. Um, I do want to clarify again that we're going to leave kind of the analytical part, our breakdown, what we think is going to happen in the game for Sunday when we do our live show. And our then we'll also obviously post the podcast later, but we're going to do it live mm-hmm. on Super Bowl Sunday um, at Distillery. Um, so we'll do like probably 15 to 20 pre-game um somewhere in there um five to ten halftime yeah 10 minutes 10, at halftime after and then yeah like, maybe a quick 10 minutes 15 minutes just you know right away reactions and then obviously we'll have another show on wednesday yep still yeah so um, sunday will just be straight super bowl talk yep um so we are going to talk about it a little bit but we're just really gonna we're gonna save all that um so we're just gonna give you guys our picks so if you have been following along, we did another like freest money spinoff um, for the playoffs, and the first week was one point, second week was two, mm-hmm. last week was three, and now, or no, sorry, we didn't start it with the wild card. We no, started in the, the divisional. Yep. So it was one, two, and then the all, su- the all the Super Bowl picks will be worth three points. Um, and we're obviously not just going to do spread and over-under, with the Super Bowl, so we're gonna give you guys our specials picks 
So we're going to save spread and over under for Sunday. Um, kind of build up a little drama. A little if, bit. If you want to say that. <laughs> um, but we'll do our specials picks now just so we have a little bit of Super Bowl talk um, to wrap the show up. So um, the first one we're going to start with is the coin flip. Yep. Um, it'll be the first real bet of the game anyways. Um, so we'll start this no. week. or National Anthem national, first. Is National Anthem at national anthem after the coin flip though i can't remember i don't know either <laughs> can't remember. either way um all right but coin flip so what are you going with uh tails never fails same tails never fails can't it'll be heads for sure yep 100 <laughs> tails never fails but if it wasn't if we were to pick heads and it's not heads, yeah then you look like an idiot yeah so exactly we're not we're not i'm not i'd rather go tails and be wrong yep. than go same. heads and yeah be wrong yeah i guess <clears throat> All right, and then the other another one we had was pick a QB and over under yards. So you had the choice between Joe Burr and <laughs> Matt Stafford, um, and I'm gonna go with Joe Burr over two seventy seven and a half. Yep. Um, I, that was also gonna be my pick, but I'm gonna go Matt Stafford over two hundred eighty three and a half yards. Um, we'll get into it, but I think it's gonna be good. Get into it Sunday, but I expect, especially both these quarterbacks, to dominate in the biggest game of their lives so far. Right, for sure. So yep. Matt and Stafford over. Again, yards. we'll talk about all this, so don't think we're just like blowing it away. But we just want to save it to have a little bit more to talk about on Sunday. So then um, we're picking a first touchdown scorer. Um, first touchdown scorer can be anyone, and then we're also going to pick an anytime touchdown scorer. But to make it a little bit more interesting, it had to be somebody that wasn't in the top four. Um, for odds. Because Cooper Cup's going to score. Yeah, right. He's like, going to score. He's going to score for sure. <laughs> so we would have just both picked Cooper yeah. Cup, and it wouldn't have been fun. So yeah. we changed it up a little bit. Um, but first touchdown score, I'm going with T. Higgins. Um, uh, I think he, we'll talk about it, but I just think he looked really good last week and, yeah. or two weeks ago now. But T. Higgins, first touchdown score for me. Uh, mine's going to be Joe Mixon, first touchdown, um, I think. I just think everyone's going to be expecting the pass to Jamar or T. Higgins, and uh, they're going to find a way to run the ball in with Joe. All right. Um, and then anytime touchdown scorer for you? Uh, C.J. Uzuma. Uzuma. Uh, Uzuma. I like Uzuma. it. Uzuma. I'm going to go with Van Jefferson. I feel like he hasn't done a ton in the playoffs. Um, I think there's always that sneaky touchdown scorer, which uh, Uzuma is another good pick, um, that – Finds a way to find the end zone in the in the Super Bowl, so I'm gonna go with Van Jefferson. Yeah, better uh, be a bomb. Yeah, um, national anthem over under over under set at a minute and forty. I'm going over a minute and forty. I'm going under just because I think a Mickey lot of people Guyton are gonna just go flying over. through it. Yeah, I don't even know who that is to be just honest. Country with singer. You. Yeah, I just looked it up. <clears throat> so she'll be direct to the point. I think country singer they can't like you know you get the vocalists who like can get really high and low and spread everything out but not Dude, not country singer. but she's not gonna be like singing singing like you know what i'm trying Whatever. to say at all you got you got you know what i'm trying to say sure. like they're not she's not gonna emphasize it too much like she, just, she might uh, she's country she's american <sighs> yee <Yee-yee. laughs> under 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 minute 40 all right uh gatorade color what are you going with? Red. Orange. Okay. Boom. Um, easy. So those are the two 
top favorites, just to be clear. Orange was the favorite, and red was the second favorite. Um, and then another one we found, which was pretty funny, we thought. Um, so Bitcoin price during the Super Bowl, is it going to go <laughs> up or down? What are you going with? Uh, first, I know nothing about Bitcoin or crypto or anything like that, but it's going to go up. I'm, I'm going to go with it's going to go down. <laughs> I just, I'm going to go with the underdog in this situation. It was even for it to stay the same or go down, and then it was uh, minus 130, I yeah. think, for it to go up. So it wasn't like a heavy favorite by any means. So I'm just going to roll with the underdog in this situation. <laughs> um, and then is there anything else you want to add? No. We might add some more specials um, for Sunday. We're going to see what kind of content we got and what we want to talk about. Um, And then if we got time for those, we'll add some more. Um, As the week goes on, be bored probably and look at some. (laughs) Um, All right. I think that's it for the show. Um, We don't have a top five this week. No. uh, Just because there was a ton going on. Um, And then We'll start that back up. Yeah, and probably after next week. Sure. Yeah. Because um, we'll have a lot more Super Bowl recap next Wednesday, um, then trade deadline, and try to get some yeah. more college basketball. So top five will be probably two weeks again from now before we do another one. And then another thing with football season coming to an end, uh, obviously we can't talk about basketball for an hour, hour and a half. But if you have any other, if you're still listening, if you have any other ideas for us on what to do, maybe non-sports related, that would make it a little more fun podcast and not just sports, sports, sports the whole time. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to hear them. We'll try and come up with some, obviously, but just something to throw in the mix with no football. Obviously, it's been the bulk of our first 15 episodes, I would say. So. Yeah, and then we've got... Definitely going to be a lot of free time. We, we don't want to do six, like a half-hour show either, so... And we have six months with yeah, no football, yeah, yeah. so... We're going to have to find something else to do. So if you have any ideas, uh, different segments, that kind of stuff, just let us know. Yeah, just even if it's like a weekly segment, just on... I, I mean, if there's a new show that's coming yeah. out every week, we could recap that, or yeah. if there's, you know, just literally anything, give us some... We're not the most creative, uh, <laughs> um, so... Please just, if you have anything, give us give us a holler and let us know what you think. Uh, still some sweatshirts to be picked up, so if you ordered one, please reach out. Let's get those. Um, I have to send a couple out, so if that's an option for you that you'd prefer to have them sent to you, let me know. Uh, same thing, I can get those sent to you. Um, but that's it. I think distillery will be um, fun on Sunday, so if you're around and you want something to do, come out. We'll be there all day, pretty much. I'll have to go there Saturday and or Sunday morning and set it up. Um, so I'll probably be there pretty much all day. And then we'd like to, you know, maybe bring some people in yeah. at halftime or whatever. Yeah. So um, just Absolutely. to shake it up a little bit. So we'll see you at Distillery on Sunday. If you can make it, it'd be great. If not, tune in to the live. Uh, probably we want to do Instagram, Facebook. We haven't Instagram. talked about that yet. Probably, Probably Instagram. Instagram. <clears throat> Probably go on Instagram Live and do it from there. Um, Probably just do it from my personal page just because there's more yeah. more yeah. people follow yeah. that or yeah. something. I don't yeah. know. We'll have to figure out all those details, but we'll update you on Instagram where it's going to be. So yeah. look for the updates on Instagram as to where um, it's going to end up being live. All right. Uh, that's it for... Episode 15. You bet. We'll see you Sunday.